Welcome to What the Fuck Yoga Podcast. I'm your host, Anna. And I'm your other host, Katie. And today. <laughs> and. Uh, hi, guys. Hey. We're doing another double header. So oh. we just recorded uh, Niyama's part one. Yeah. And then we. We ran, paused. We ran paused. a little errand. Mm hmm. And, and we went to get donuts. Uh, I was trying to be all oh. cagey about that. Okay, but, sorry. You know, just tell the world that we I ate just jumped the gun. our weight in donuts. Yeah, we got these buns. beautiful giant cinnamon buns, like as big as your face. I'm still working on mine. It's delicious. I ate mine in about 60 seconds. Ow! <laughs> so we um, talked about purity and contentment and then was like, <laughs> fuck that, and went to, you know, binge eat donuts. Yep. <laughs> Worth it. Like I said in the last episode, which was 20 minutes ago, we are not saying that we follow all these rules. We are not saying that we are like the most enlightened people and we do all the yamas and all the niyamas. Yeah, we're just providing you we're with just, the information. Guys, we're just human. Yeah. Yeah. We're just human. Stop we're judging us. We can feel your judgment through the computer. Maybe we're judging ourselves. Probably. We're yeah. just projecting that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. We We see this now. Clyde is so close to eating oh your cinnamon bun. Look at how desperate he looks. He's, He's like, please, I'm Mom. starving. Mom. They don't feed me. Please. Let's take a picture. Okay. These donuts, though. <laughs> that was the most awkward transition ever. Day, we're keeping it. Okay. Those donuts, oh, no. though. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He found the secret He's, stash of donut right, holes. I'm moving the donut holes. Right in front of you? Oh, yeah. I see. Right in front of me. I see. Are okay. you guys hungry yet? Yeah, this whole episode is about donuts. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. It's not. It um, should be, though. Oh, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you listen to our last episode, you'll know that I was sick this morning, but I'm feeling pretty good now. It's the healing powers of the uh, cinnamon bun. <laughs> yes. Or ibuprofen. Or ibuprofen. Either one or of those. Or a combination. Yeah. Mm. Donaprofen. I mean, yeah. Do you suffer from... Yearly colds. Donaprofen. Donaprofen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, did you hear that? No. Because <laughs> my stomach and it sounded like a fart. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Really I really sounded I did, like though. a fart. I wish I did. Um, anyway, so we are talking today about the Niyamas part two. <laughs> the last three Niyamas. Yeah. And what are they, Katie? They are tapas. Mm. <laughs> Like cheese? And, like meat and cheese? Yes, exactly. Like okay, cool. Cheese. Tapas, Svadhyaya, and Ishvara Pranidana. Cool. Yep. So just a gentle reminder for you guys that the Niyamas are the second limb of the eight limbs. There are five Niyamas, and last week we discussed the first two, which uh, were Saucha, Purity, and Santosha, which is Contentment. And this week we're going to dive into the last three, Tapas, Svadhyaya, and Ishvara Pranidana. Yeah. Woo. So tapas is not meat and cheese and olives and stuff. I mean, it is. Well, yeah, but, but also. But it's also self-discipline. Yes. <laughs> which is kind of ironic. <laughs> right? It really is. Wow. Huh. Interesting. I see what you did there, Patanjali. <laughs> I see what you did. And I'm not into it. <laughs> I don't like your trickster ways. Yeah. Do you so, think tapas existed, like tapas in the food world existed? I don't think so. <laughs> I think 2,000 years ago. I don't know. I don't know any of Spain's history. I don't either. So I don't know, like, if they were around back in the 
Patanjali times. In the Patanjali times. Well, I was just thinking, like, the, you know, valley that we talked about. Yeah. Um, in India. Indus Svar- Sarasvati. <laughs> Sarasvati. Indus yes. Sarasvati Valley. Yes. They were oh, totally getting great. down on olives and cheese yeah. and meat. But I don't so know. he was, like, writing this, and he was, like... But potentially after the Indus Sarasvati. Right. So, yeah, tapas might have been a thing already. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. <laughs> no. So, the literal translation of tapas is heat. But I think that it probably makes more sense to think of tapas as self-discipline. You you are very organized in how you eat your cinnamon roll. I told you. I, I was like, like the best part yet. <laughs> No, because once you eat the center, there's no point in the rest of it. That's not true. I disagree. But it's not as satisfying. Like, you're telling me if you ate the center first, you'd be like, well, I guess I don't need the rest of this. <laughs> no. no. Right. <laughs> so here are some extreme examples of tapas, just to give you guys, like, a nice understanding of what this practice is, and then we'll, Story like, apply time. it to real life. Yes. But for the next 60 seconds, this is not mm. real life. I mean, it is, just not for us. Yeah, not present yeah. real life. This is past real yeah. life. So in India, there are these spiritual ascetics who um, will just sit for hours and hours and hours in the middle of, like, let's say it's winter, okay? So they're sitting outside in the middle of winter, just basically wearing, like, a loincloth, mm. you know, as if it's not cold enough. And then... As you do. Yeah, and then they allow cold water to continuously just drip, drip, drip on their heads and down their backs, yeah, and this <laughs> it sounds so horrible. It does sound so horrible. What did I type there? This isn't a, you, <laughs> you do, do it, it once. once. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't like these guys just like do it one time and then they're like, okay, you're like spiritual topist. now. Yeah, you're toppest. <laughs> you did it. You have achieved toppest. Um, no, they do it for 45 days straight. Mm-mm. Yeah. Is no, this thanks. is this a crazy practice? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it sounds pretty yeah. crazy. Um, but the point is that they learn to sit still no matter what thoughts and fears enter their minds. Yeah. Withdrawing from their senses, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, connections made. Yeah. And then I also read like a like the opposite <clears throat> extreme example of this where they sit in the middle of summer in India, which is probably hot as oh hell. Oh, my God. And, but they like build a bunch of little fires around themselves. Yeah. And then they take like a, a glass jar and build like a little fire in there and place it on their heads and sit for hours. Oh my I feel God. like that's which which would be worse. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. I think I would take the water. I think I would in the loincloth. Take the coal. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Fire on my head is terrible. a little. I mean, it's I contained. Know. Yeah, but it's hot, like it burning is. through your skull into your brain. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. Who knows? So that's a really ex- what we would choose. extreme example of practicing yeah. tapas and we should or probably, self-discipline. So we're going to pause and explain the word ascetic. Um, if that's a new term for you, an ascetic is somebody who practices asceticism. Oh, <laughs> it's all clear now. It's all clear it's now. Clear. And asceticism is uh, when people practice um, an extreme form of self-discipline or sometimes it can be self-harm. Or um, really restraining from any kind of indulgence, yeah. usually in the name of religion or to punish themselves for sins. Right. You know. Yeah, I'm thinking of, of the Da Vinci Code, yeah. the guy in the Da Vinci Code. That's the first time I heard of the word ascetic. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the Da Vinci Code. Probably he me whips too. Himself. That I think back. He does all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, but we're gonna. Um, 
talk about how can you, how you can apply tapas to your life without a sentence. Yeah, without like moving to a mountain and uh, sitting in, sitting in fire, yep. walking on coals. Nobody wants to do no. that. Um, <clears throat> but that was just like a really easy way to explain tapas to you guys. But now let's modernize it, shall we? Can I? Can I interject and just say that? No, I, you may not. Moving on. <laughs> just but, but I just got to the best part of the cinnamon, cinnamon bun, and oh, I just wanted to talk about how let's have a moment. it is. Let's have a moment for the last bite uh, of the cinnamon bun center. Well, there's two bites. Really? Oh, I can save for that. Good for you. Mm. I've been done for my cinnamon bun for about 30 minutes. Mm. <laughs> which I was is really, doing things. Which is really putting things into perspective for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to post dog pictures on Instagram, so... Yeah, but still, I mean, we weren't even out of the kitchen and I was like getting down on the cinnamon bun. It was like halfway gone. That's okay. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I accept you and I love you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, girl. Have a a donut hole. I'm good. I'm good for now. (laughs) I'm like feeling the sugar. Practicing some tapas here? Well, um, nope. (laughs) Nope. I think that is gone for the day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, what was I going to say? No, no, I'm sorry. I oh, no, it's okay. It. Oh, no, I was going to talk about how you can bring it into your life. Yeah. <clears> without moving to a mountain cave. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. Yeah, which actually... Sounds could, nice could sometimes. Could be cool sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but we're not going to do that. So, let's think of the obvious example of tapas as our daily yoga practice. So, having the self-discipline to show up on the mat and practice no matter how you're feeling that day, you know, no matter if it's like a two minute meditation or sitting in child's pose for five minutes and that that's your yoga. As long yeah. as you show up and you do it, you know, I don't know, daily, we say daily. Yeah. Just like show up and do it daily. Because it doesn't have to be like a full asana practice. Right. Yeah. yeah, totally. So just show up, do the practice. Um, yeah. I mean, I think this is like a meme all over the internet, <laughs> but it's the meme where it says like, I totally regret going to that yoga class, said nobody ever. Right. Good point. Right? Actually, I've said that before. Hot yoga. (laughs) (laughs) Nice yawn, Delaney. (laughs) I hope that's on the recording. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think I've also regretted going to a hot yoga class. (laughs) But I get the sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know this could seem at odds with our conversation about ahimsa, where you have to listen to your body, and if it's not feeling a a tough practice, don't do it. Right. But that still means you should have the self-discipline to just sit down mm-hmm. and maybe like Anna said, all you do is a two minute meditation. Right. It's still yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like the really obvi- obvious example. Obvi. Yeah. And so I'm going to just read you guys a quote because we're about to go a little bit deeper. Ooh, and again, it's from my dive. favorite book that I've been talking about for like the last four weeks. Um, the Yamas and the Niyamas exploring yoga's ethical practice by Deborah Adele. And this quote says, tapas is the willingness to be both burned and blessed. Just let that sink in for a moment. Let that sink in. Let it sink. Pause. I don't get it. Well, well I'll explain it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go a little bit deeper than just our yoga practice. Well, no, I shouldn't say that because like your whole life is your yoga practice. Then you're like physical when practice. You're asana. Yeah, you're, then you're asana. Yeah. So by establishing this practice – we are able to take tapas off the mat and into our everyday life. So it's really about developing our ability to dive into the unknown rather than hide in fear. So especially when it's like a particularly unpleasant situation. So just think about how you handle the hard situations in life. I hide in fear. 
Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. So <clears throat> it really becomes a choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's where self-discipline comes into play. Right. So I'm going to use the example of like a breakup. Okay. So we've... Watch um, out, Austin. Yeah. Watch out. She's been thinking about it. Been thinking about that South African guy. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Referencing back to last week's episode. <laughs> or um, the episode that we recorded an hour ago. An hour ago. Oh, my God. So I'm assuming everyone has been through a breakup. Right? Not the dogs. Except the dogs. Yeah. And maybe not everyone. I shouldn't assume... But probably most, most of us have been through like yeah. a really shitty breakup. Um, so then how do you meet that situation? Ice cream? Ice cream. <laughs> well, yes. The, <laughs> yes. the obvious answer is you grab that tub of ice cream and your bottle of wine and you just mm. cry it out yep. for like a few days, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but then after that part, <laughs> um, do you choose to trust this long, hard process and try and learn something from it, you know, rise out of it, become a better person, grow from it, or do you run and hide? Yeah. You grow. know? I like it. Yeah. You grow. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe we don't all do that, but hopefully you would choose, <laughs> That's the goal. You would choose to grow. So then going mm-hmm. back to that quote, um, the willingness to be both burned and blessed, right? Like yeah. Isn't See, that nice? Yeah. Yeah. You're burned because of these circumstances, but you also learn to be blessed by that and take the learnings for what they are. Right. And I, I, yeah, I like that too. And I think we learn a lot of that from our yoga practice, Mm -hmm. right? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Life is full of crises that are super shitty and (laughs) suck. Yeah. But they all offer these valuable lessons that we can in the end, that in the end really enrich our lives and make the next crisis a little bit easier to manage. Yeah. And I think we all know those people who... <clears throat> they don't want to rise from the ashes. They, yeah, and yeah. They, they don't deal with it. Yeah. And they become, like, bitter and, really bitter and yeah. hard. And life just kind of sucks for yeah. them. So don't be like that. No. <laughs> use don't your, your tapas. Eat your cheese. And your olives. And your olives. I was thinking of olives when I think of tapas. You don't like olives. I don't like them either. Oh, really? Yeah. You were talking about how you wanted a whole plate of olives. I did? Yeah. Oh. I think I was saying that for comedic effect. okay. Yeah. I lie a lot for comedic effect. (laughs) Okay. Katie doesn't like olives. Great. Um, So that's good, though, because when we get tapas, we won't have to eat the olives. Perfect. Although there's some extra meat and cheese. Extra meat, extra cheese. And wine. And wine. Um... Oh, is he getting his dandruff on your nice black pants? I mean, it's fine. And fur. It's fine. I love that the lady behind you staring at me like, somebody give me a tantrum. Oh, baby girl. You guys forgot about me. Hi, sweetie. Oh, thanks. <laughs> She's got the worst breath. She really does. It's like a dead body in her mouth. <laughs> oh, we love you still. What if we just find like a bird body in the back of her you. teeth? Ew. <laughs> it's been there for years. <laughs> Judging by the rate of decay, <laughs> it's like forensic Gross. files up in here. It's disgusting. Uh, anyway, yeah. So any that, questions? Yeah. No. 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 Oh, okay. okay. No. We could, if you did raise your hand, sorry. Yeah. You can email us. Yeah. Email us yeah. at wtfyogapodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. Woo. That's our email address. <laughs> That's where we live. Um. Our <laughs> next. <laughs> our next. Um. Niyama. What are we talking about? The Niyama. Good job. <laughs> Our next Miyama is Svadhyaya. I love that word. Svadhyaya. Svadhyaya. 
We can pretty much fit any Sanskrit word into that song, and we still don't know the name of it. No, we don't. Oh my god, we're gonna get sued so hard. <laughs> well, you use our song in every episode, and we've yet to receive a royalty, so we laugh now. That's yeah, song. we'll let you guys know when we get sued. So, Katie, what is Svadiyaya? Svadiyaya is self study. Cool. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, I like a lot. Oh, I got a lot. So I kind of feel like the niyamas are all about self-study. Do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I do. <laughs> no, you're the one who wrote that sentence and I, I just did. read it. <laughs> so Anna feels like the niyamas are kind of all about self-study. Uh-huh. Um, but Svadiyaya really gets right to the point and kind of prioritizes it. So it's about knowing that our true self is really just part of the divine or the universe or God, God whatever you want to call it. You're part of that. Non-dualism. I still don't understand <laughs> dualism versus non-dualism, but you do, clearly. Yeah, I do, and I'm so very proud of it, You'll have too. to teach me. Okay. Just go listen to the first episode. Oh, again. that we ever recorded? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you guys. We all live in our own reality. Right now, my reality is donut holes. Mm, I'm going in for another one. Yeah. So. Shower cream. <laughs> shower cream. <laughs> We all live in our own reality, and when you think about it, that's a lot of realities happening yep. all at the same time. I mean, but isn't it crazy? Have you ever thought about that? Like, that person driving by in their car right now has, like, this whole world. You look like an asshole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Totally wow. Kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah, like, he has a whole life. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I always, when I was little, I had this complex where I thought I was the only human and everybody else was robots. And I was like, Whoa. what if everybody here is just to make me think? That there's other things going on. It's some matrix shit. Yeah. Also, like, so, so self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? I think about that. I'm like, I was the most egotistical I just want to, like, shit. unzip my skin right now and be like, actually, Katie. <laughs> how did you find this how out? How did you figure it out? <laughs> the experiment is over. We must all go back to Zorg. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, Svati Yaya. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of different realities happening all at once, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are all shaped by our surroundings, our family, our friends, society, school. Literally every single experience you've ever had shapes your beliefs and you as a person. Um, and that is what kind of builds this reality. So what we put out into the world is a reflection of ourselves. Right? Yeah. So it's that whole concept of like, the world is just a mirror reflecting back what we see, not necessarily what is there. Another thing just occurred to me, like, think about how many, we have more than one story, right? Mm -hmm. Like, our life is just a constant stream of stories. Yeah. And every person has that stream of stories. Mm -hmm. Think about how many stories they are in the world. Oh, my God. Endless. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that, like, in book form, like, in pages. It would just be, like, the whole world would be, like, Chest deep in Lyricomic Records. Oh my god! Next is that Saturday. what it is? Next Saturday. Oh, we're going to an Akashic Records That's right. workshop. I forgot about that. Can you go still? Yeah. Okay, me too. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So we'll tell you guys about that. Yes. Later. <laughs> if you're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. We don't really either. That's so why we're going, that's to, the why we're going to the workshop. Yeah. Um, you so can back refer to back your... to our episode about with Emma Milden. She talked about it a oh, little she bit. she did. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. But I think we need to, like, get in it in order to yeah. understand. 
Okay, so if the world is just a mirror reflecting back what we see, um, what you got to think about what you're projecting onto other people. So you can't see something in another person if it's not already in you. What? Yeah. So when you're like, oh my God, that guy is such a dick. You're um, the dick. You're, there's, there's a little <laughs> bit of dick in you. You're a little dickish. You're a little dickish. You're a teeny weeny peeny. <laughs> a teeny weeny peeny. <laughs> Just a teeny one. Just a teeny though. one. Yeah. So maybe take a second, you know, take a look at yourself. And the mm-hmm. next time someone does something that upsets you, maybe try and figure out why. Yeah. Don't just jump the gun and be like, that person's a bitch. I don't like you. Yeah. And here's something crazy. The Buddhists believe that the universe dies when you do <gasps> because you have created your own little universe, your own little world. Whoa. Isn't that cool? So we are supposed to be egotistical. I don't know. I don't really know too much about Buddhism. Okay. That's it's, kind of it's a mind really blowing. complicated. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's kind of an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. If you've like survived a death, you know that survived a death. That makes yeah, what it sound do you like, mean? What do you I mean, mean like survived a death. If if you know somebody who I has died, death. like you know that your story oh, like, is like not like over. Oh, like been there for it. Yeah, yes. You know that your story is not over. There's the recovery story. There's getting you know learning to not be heartbroken anymore. Like there's the universal story is not over. You right. Know? Right, but, right. 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 But. Their if we story think about is. like a microcosm in every person, yeah. Then yeah, their universe has ended. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Wow. I know. And when I read that, I was like, what? <clears throat> oh. Well, this <clears throat> got heavy. It did. So, um, what is self-study without talking about the ego? Nothing. Nothing. So we're gonna talk about it. All right. <laughs> I feel like when yogis do talk about the ego. It's usually like, it gets like a bad rap, yeah. right? They're like, shut down the ego. Yeah. But we wouldn't exist without it. Right. Like, that's what our brain is. Agreed. So it can't ego, be all bad. The id and the iliad. What? <laughs> <laughs> the ego, the id, it's not iliad. I forgot the last one. The it was like, the iliad is like, the like, like, Odyssey. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Well, <laughs> that's the, what I was thinking. The ego, the id, and the something I, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, but you I also know that? that reference. Yeah, but I don't yeah. I can't complete I it because it was a long time ago. It was like humanities class in yeah. freshman year of college. I loved humanities class. Uh, I got, okay, this is the nerdiest thing ever. Hmm. So my teacher like constantly was canceling class. Why? And I like complained about him to the dean because I'm like, I'm here to learn. I'm paying for this hey. class. He needs to be here. And then every student beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> But it was really annoying because we would get to class and then he would just never show up. Yeah, that is... It was kind of shitty. Super and, it's kinda, and then we'd get, like, an email 10 minutes into class, like, oh, something came up. It was like, really, bro? I'm like, no shit. Right. You're sitting here and you're not here. Right. So, anyway. That's annoying. Anyway. And also, this was in the days before we brought a computer to class because most of us had desktops in our dorm rooms. Yeah. So, it's not... And we didn't have internet on our phone. So, it's not like we'd get that email We'd be like, all right, well, I guess we're going back to our class or to our, you know, I guess yeah. we're leaving. And then you get back to your dorm and there was like an email from the teacher 10 minutes after class started saying, yeah. like, oh, you guys can all go home. Thanks for letting us know. Right. So anyway, yeah. God, I remember those days. I nerded out and said that we deserved a teacher who taught. <laughs> and did you get a teacher? Like no. a new teacher? No, no. nothing happened? Mm-hmm. Oh. I ended okay. up going on like a J-term trip with him and he was awesome, so... And you felt really bad? Yeah, a little bit, but not really. Oh, okay. Because he, we, 
we were paying for that class, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Humanities is a really fun yeah, class. Yeah, it could have been really cool. We read, like, Camus and a bunch of cool other stuff. And I took it in high school. And yeah. I took it in college, yeah. We read Siddhartha. Oh, that's on my list. Next on my list. Like, it's on your shelf? Yeah. It's a really good book. You haven't read it? No. Oh, it's so good. I'm excited. Yeah, so that's, like, about... Buddhism. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can answer all these questions. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll be a pro. I mean, I've read it and I can't answer any of the questions, so <laughs> good <you> luck. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the uh, ego. The ego. And how it gets a bad rap when yeah. yogis are like, shut that shit down. Right. But like we wouldn't exist without it because that's our brains. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So the ego is what makes everything personal. So it's what creates your ideas, your thoughts, and your feelings towards everything. Wow. Yeah. So without the ego, we would not be able to have these experiences of enjoying, you know, a nice glass of wine or some really nice, bitter, creamy, dark chocolate. Mm. Obviously, these are the things that I like. And donuts. Uh, and, do- and some fresh, warm mm. donut holes, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is all good. But sometimes we get caught up in the, in the quote-unquote eye. So the the I experience, and we can't separate from that. So just because I love a good glass of red wine doesn't mean everybody else does. So am I going to get mad about that? I don't know. Yeah, I am, because it's amazing. No, just kidding. I'm not going to. I don't get it. You don't get it? I don't get it. Okay, so like, okay, so like, let's say I'm trying to meditate okay okay and i'm meditating here in your house and all of a sudden delaney and clyde start 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 barking okay okay and so i hear it and if i didn't have the ego then it would just kind of like happen and i just i just hear it right but nothing would like spasm in my brain right. but Not because i have yeah this ego i hear it and i'm like <clears throat> oh it's a dog barking oh it's interrupting my experience and it like creates all these little like i automatically have all these reactions okay like it's bothering me it's loud. It's a dog barking. Like my brain hears it. It categorizes it, and then it like stores the information and creates this whole narrative. Okay. So like that's the ego. But what does that have to do with chocolate and wine? Okay, so ooh, let me let me try to explain this. So I have this experience of a long time ago drinking a glass of red wine. And, and I love it. So that starts my love affair with red wines. Now, every time I drink a glass of red wine, I expect to have the same experience. Right. Right. Or every time I eat a piece of chocolate or a donut, I expect to have this amazing experience. Right. But that can also like backfire on you. So like, um, let me try and think of like another example. Okay. So like, for example, we went to Benedict's last weekend. Yeah. Was that last weekend? Two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. Okay. So last two weekends ago, I went to get. Um, brunch with Katie and her mom, and it was really fun. We had, like, a really good time, and I hadn't been there in a while, and we got all this good food. So now I have this, like, really positive connection with Benedict's. So, like, let's say I try and go back a week later. Like, someone's, like, someone else is, like, oh, let's go get some food. And I'm, like, let's go to Benedict's because it's amazing and great. Well, maybe I'm going to get let down now because it's a completely different experience. And it's what builds these. Yeah. Okay. It's what builds these stories <laughs> in your head. Gotcha. So right? the ego builds the narrative. Yes. That informs whether you're content or let down yeah. in the future. Totally. So after all that rambling, uh, the ego 
creates the narrative that informs us whether or not another experience is going to let us down or make us feel content. Mm. Okay. So hopefully that Mm -hmm. brings it all into perspective. Uh, It's also important to remember that our narrative is different from everybody else's narrative. So that means that um, our way is not the only way. Got it. And that's what I think about is ego. Mm -hmm. Like packing my cheeks like a squirrel. You're like a hamster. (laughs) That's what I think about when I think about ego. It's the person who thinks that they have the only good way to Mm -hmm. do something. So if we keep in mind that everybody has a different narrative, we understand that there's more than one way (laughs) to do something. Yeah. And that kind of like makes me think about politics right now. Yeah. Like everyone's trying to... Get better at listening to everyone else's story. Are they? I hope well, so. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, certainly not everybody is trying right. to do that, but you know, we need to start having these dialogues and being right. open to like, well, why? Why do you do the things you do? Right. Like you have this whole history that I don't know. I'm sure it informed your decision making. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, which can be really hard, but yeah. Everything in yoga is hard. And that's how we progress as a society. Yeah. So through Svadhyaya, we begin to peel back all of these layers of the ego, our beliefs, our experiences that shape these beliefs. And by doing so, we can not only release um, event, you know, at some point, some very painful emotions connected to some of these experiences, but we begin to acknowledge our true self, which is what Svadhyaya is all about. So again, Svadhyaya is about self-study. So really... Tuning into what's going on in your ego and what you're projecting and just being aware of who you are. Mm -hmm. And that sounds easy, right? (laughs) Yeah, so easy. The thing is, you're constantly changing. This is a lifelong Mm -hmm. journey. You're never going to, you're never going to understand yourself fully. So this is a lifelong study. Svadiyaya is the rest of your life. Good luck. Good luck. Bye. (laughs) Well, shall we move on to the last niyama? We shall. So the last niyama, and this one's actually pretty straightforward, so hopefully. Oh, God. (laughs) Is it? This is the one I had the hardest time putting into words. Well, we'll see. This one is called Ishvara Pranidana, and that means... Surrender! Surrender! Ooh, you just shocked me with your nose. Yup. Katie. Just kidding, Clyde. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just nosing my way in. Uh, So Ishvara Pranidana basically asks us to acknowledge that there are divine forces at work, and we should just surrender the ego and be open to accepting our highest purpose. So just let go and do what you're supposed to be doing. And be cool with it. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) Um, So you could just go out and ask the universe, uh, oh, hey, hey, universe, what's up? Uh, What am I supposed to do on this planet? And then it'll respond. Yeah, and then you just go do it. the answer and everything will be okay. So easy. I wish. Yeah, just kidding. Um, So let's talk about Shavasana. Shavasana. Everybody's favorite pose. A.K.A. corpse pose. Why is that everybody's favorite? I mean, I like it. I know, but it then when you, so good. when you translate it, you're like, oh, all right, I'm just a body laying in the woods. I mean, but it makes sense. Yeah, it does. You know, because mm-hmm. the whole asana practice is like a cycle. Right. So it ends with corpse pose. Yeah, because when you're born, you're a cat cow. 
Yeah. <laughs> you come out of your mouth. I like am a born cat doing cow. cat cow. <laughs> I'm born doing sun salutation. What if, what if you were born and you just like looked like a cat and then you looked like a cow and then you looked like a cat and then you looked like, like a, a cow? cow. <laughs> that would be weird. It would be super weird. Um, anyway, so Shavasana, corpse pose, is all about surrendering. There's nothing for us to do in Shavasana but lie on our back with our arms and legs outstretched. You're just supposed to let go of all the last bits of effort and trust that in that moment, there's nothing else that's necessary. Yeah. So let your body let go of the practice and just begin to renew itself. Yeah. Cycle of life. It's the sur- cycle. Circle it's of the cycle life. of life. Um. Ishvara pranidana-da-da-da. Pranidana. Wow. Ishvara pranidana. You do not take on Disney with copyright infringement. I mean, we just did. We just did. Suck it, Disney. Suck it, big corporation. Yeah, it's okay. We're not cool enough to get sued. So moving on from Shavasana, let's talk about um, those control freaks. Me? You're not a control freak. I mean, maybe you are. No, I don't think you're a control freak. I don't get that vibe from you. Um, But we all know that person who needs to be in control all of the time. And maybe it's you, and that's okay. Uh, you're about to tell me that it's not okay. Though. <laughs> I so mean, let's go. yeah. I mean, and, and at some point in life or many points in life, we've all been there trying to control things, um, or we really want things to go a certain way and then they don't. And we become like super rigid or upset or disappointed. Um, but if you can just surrender to the situation at hand and go with the flow, you know, the less you fight with life, the more you can start to enjoy it. Oh, huh. well, right? well, well, yeah. Surrender. Surrender. Surrender to the flow of life. It kind of seems like it goes hand in hand with Santosha, with contentment. Yeah, it right? does. Mm-hmm. Surrender and be happy. It's probably supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> These kind of all like build right. or play off of each other. So, Anna, are you telling me to be a doormat and yeah. just let people walk all over Absolutely. me? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. No. JK, LOL. You, you need to find a balance of being both strong and soft. So there's effort and surrender. Mm-hmm. So yeah. stand up for you, what you believe in, for yeah. sure, but also accept that sometimes you need to just go with the flow. Yeah. So like what we were talking about before, people are going to have different opinions mm-hmm. than you. Right. So stand up for what you believe in, for sure, but also accept that sometimes you need to just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to... Um, was it Svadhyaya? Svadhyaya. Yeah. Yeah, Svadhyaya. So knowing that everyone else doesn't have the same opinion as you. Right. So being open to... Surrendering. Surrendering. To yes. They have a Thank you. Opinion. Thank yeah. you. Yes. You've got to surrender that your story isn't the only way. Mm-hmm. Even, and that doesn't mean that you should listen to somebody talk about how gay people are gross or something. Right. Because, you know. That's no, always fun, a fun that's conversation. Just someone being an asshole. Yeah. So there's, it's it's about discerning what requires surrender and what requires effort. Oh, good job, Katie. Thanks. Huh. Woo. That was a bad high five. Was- let's do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's recap real quick. Okay. Niyama number one. Saucha, purity. Number two. Santosha, contentment. Number three. Tapas, self-discipline. Four. Svadhyaya, self-study. Five. Ishvara, pranidana, surrender. And the award winner tonight is... 
All of the Niyamas. All of them. All of them. Yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, and really again, good. and again, we are going to post um, on Instagram the list of all of these so that you can see yeah. them written out. Just like their... what we did with the Yamas. Yeah. 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 Um, so again, the Niyamas are the second limb of the eight limbs and it takes, they, they take us on a journey of the self. Ooh, that's oh. romantic. I'm picturing like the love tunnel. <laughs> like on a swan you get boat. In. Yeah. <laughs> the Niyamas are a swan boat. <laughs> going through yourself I love that <laughs> <laughs> so falling in love with yourself Aww. yeah because people like go in and they're like cool whatever dude yeah just on this with my friend and they come out and they're all like heart eye emoji we're in love heart eye emoji we're gonna get married we're gonna get married I don't know why but I Hate that song. We're going to the chapel. And we're done. Shut them down. (laughs) So by exploring and practicing the niyamas, these little gems of wisdom, (laughs) we begin to evolve and grow into the people that we want to be. And should be. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, you guys did it. You made it through all the yamas. And and all the niyamas. That's limb one and limb two of the eight limbs. You are one quarter of the way through. Wow. You yeah. mean we have six more limbs? Yes. Whoa. And we'll see if any of those have to be two-parters. Probably not. Hopefully not. Because, I mean, these are the only two limbs with five parts or right. just with other parts right. altogether. Everything else is just one concept. Yeah. I mean, one deep, complex, involved concept that you'll never understand in an entire lifetime. <laughs> But, but, you know, still just one concept. Nothing we can't handle in 60 minutes. Yeah. Or less. Or less. <laughs> Next week, we are so excited that we're going to have Aaron Motz on again Woo! from Bad Yogi. Um, so, so tune we'll be, in. Yeah, we'll be talking about asana. So get your asana ready. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep, I love those puns. Okay. You're so punny. I'm so funny. Anyway, visit our website at wtfyogapodcast.com for our show notes and sources and you can check us out at our second home on badyogi.com slash blog email us at wtfyogapodcast at gmail.com with any questions and comments for sure and don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us a review on itunes and or stitcher mm-hmm. um so that we can kind of See what you guys have to say and yeah. rise up in those rankings so that other people can find us. Yeah, and join our email list on our website. Yes. We'll send you a um, lot of homework. It is a lot of homework, but we'll send our blog posts directly to you so you don't have to like dig for them on our website. And also, don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Bless you, Katie. Oh, thank you. Hopefully, hopefully, you'll feel better for the oh. next step. Oh, I will. Okay. I'll feel a lot better. Cool. That sounds ominous, but it's not. (laughs) All right. Anyway. Thank you for listening. You're the best. Bye. What the fuck? Hey, Hey guys. guys. We hope you love what you hear on What the Fuck Yoga Podcast. If you do, please like and subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook and the Gram, aka Instagram. Send us your burning questions or comments to WTFYogapodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye.